It's Tuesday, the 17th of January. It's time to get your grin on with the Greencast. Here to discuss the world of gaming. I'm Post Ace. And joining me are Goes Goes. Hello. And Nile. Hello. We've had a, a, a start to the year, I suppose. <laughs> so, well, what have you been playing over the last, oh, what is it, a month since we've done a, a, a proper cast? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, something like that. Goes, goes, take us away. What should I talk about from the last month? <laughs> I was prepared for like the last week, mm-hmm. but now I, need, <laughs> now I need to think about the last month. What was I playing last for the last month? Nice, you know. Um, Destiny Two. Uh, that yeah, that's true. But what else? No, okay, so uh, the last few days I played Blacktail. I don't know if anyone heard of Blacktail. I I think it came out in December? Uh, Mid-December, something like that? Uh, The title rings a bell. Yeah, first-person shooter, essentially. Although there is no guns, there is only bow. It's first-person action-adventure, I would call it based on Baba Yaga myth, legend, story. Is that the witch woman who lives in a chicken house? Yeah, she lives on a house that's on a chicken leg. That's more or less all I know about the yeah. stories. That's she, all anyone knows a... about the story. Yeah, and it, I, I really enjoyed the game. It's, it's quite odd, but in a good way. It kind of reminded me of Ghostwire Tokyo, because that's also first-person action-adventure and based on folklore. Because it doesn't seem to be only Baba Yaga. It's generally Slavic folklore, I guess. There's talking mushrooms, which are... Most of the NPCs are talking mushrooms. <laughs> of course they are. And it's like, like visually and in general, thematically, it rides that line between like a fairy tale and kind of horror creepy. Like if you hear about like original versions of Brother, Brothers Grimm stories, I think those usually have really dark endings. They are kind of dark in general. I mean, the wolf eats the grandma and Red Riding Hood and the hunter cuts open the belly of the wolf to get them out. Something like that. So it's in that way. Like, it's visually kind of like a fairy tale, but not not completely like the mushrooms, for example. The NPCs don't look super cute. Like, the look a bit realistic mushrooms you said mushroom people and that's something a bit close to like what nintendo do so they may be there with a cease and desist at some <laughs> point you know what they're like well, well they're not exactly mushroom people they're like mushrooms with mouths and eyes they're not like a toad no they're not like that <laughs> they're I, I mean, if you Google it, I'm sure you, you'll find images. They look kind of scary. Oh, God. 
and they don't nothing in the game makes complete sense i think it might be a bit of a psychological thing unless i'm not entirely sure if everything that's happening in the game is literal or if it's in the main character's head the main character is a girl called diaga and she's uh, basically looking for her lost twin sister in the forest and yeah at first it starts pretty grounded but then it yeah it's gets gets more fantastical and it's unclear whether that's how it's supposed to be or whether it's supernatural for for the main character i don't know there's i feel like there's a lot a lot to talk about about that game like the gameplay wise just to give you like a general overview it's kind of like early 2000s action adventure games a bit of like collectathon type games like banjo kazooie uh, Spire the Dragon, something like that, where yeah, you w- walk around the world and you have your basic mechanics, basic combat and traver- traversal, but you do various side quests for your various side activities, and they're usually like their own thing, and you do them to like unlock more abilities. It's not like the gameplay isn't super over the top; it's pretty grounded, but yeah, it has that feel of a early 2000s action adventure game fair enough uh, Niall, what's about you hmm recently the two well, i played a bit of everything but two major things played a lot of borderlands the first one me and my uh, cousin decided to play through it we planned to play through all of them that's why we started with the first one but uh, the first one I, I'm, I'm sure people have got good nostalgia for it i mean i played it through once when it come out like what 12 years ago maybe maybe probably more now but oh it's it's that really horrible everything's a shade of brown that sort of 360 era shooter it's quite it's got a horrendous map really old clunky controls and things like that we're struggling to get used to but um yeah we've had fun with that we played through that over christmas and we're just on the last dlc now i want to say i want to say we had fun because i don't think i could play it on my own I think I would have got bored ages ago, but because I'm playing it with someone, it's just it's more fun. I think it's one of them games that's designed to be played with someone. And on my own, I've just been playing a lot of Battlefield 1, which is pretty old now as well, so I haven't played anything new, folks. Sorry if you were you were wondering if I was. but no. Isn't Battlefield 1, rather than grey, just brown? No, Battlefield 1 is quite colourful, really. That's what's good about Battlefield games. They are the, like there's a particular map where you're in like um i'm not particularly sure where in italy but it's set in italy and it's just like the cliffs are sort of like a white color and then all the shrubbery and everything's like a really nice vibrant green and you've got like ruined castles and buildings that are like a stone it's quite it's quite nice you've got quite nice maps i mean cod cod's more the one that's very uh <laughs> like boring it's never really been adventurous with its color scheme I know Battlefield map's quite nice. Until, until you start blowing the shit out of them, like, because destructible scenery. But yeah, I've just been playing loads of Battlefield 1. I don't know why I went back to Battlefield 1. I just felt like I've ever changed, because World War 1, and you don't get many shooters like that. So it was something a bit different, and surprisingly, loads of people still played, so I haven't struggled to get in games. But yeah, that's sort of, they're the two games I've played the most over the past month, anyway. Okay, fair enough. Myself, uh, the, the game I've spent 
most time in recently, I can't talk about because it's under embargo until next week. Oh, God. Oh, how dare you? How dare you tease? <laughs> so uh, tune in to GameGrin.com for the, the review next Monday. <laughs> oh, the, the review is going to be on the podcast? No, it's GameGrin.com. Not, not the Grincast. But you said tune in. Yeah, tune Tune in your website browser to just <laughs> for words. Oh yeah, I I I I totally forgot I have this dial on my keyboard to tune into different websites with. Keep your ears peeled to gamegrin.com for my review. That, that might be even worse. <laughs> Use your rabbit ears on your monitor to get to gamegrin. Manually tune your TV to frequency. For... <laughs> God. W. Uh, double W. Pirate TV station, have we now? I didn't know about this. Did <laughs> Rash agree this? Other than that, I've also spent a lot of time in Lost Judgment, which uh, I'm hoping to tie up before Like a Dragon Ishin comes out. Then I can just move straight onto that. About 60 hours in. And I'm on chapter six, almost finished with chapter six. The reason I'm at 60 hours at chapter six is because I spent about 40 hours, maybe more, doing the school stories. In Lost Judgment, Yagami goes to the uh, the town of um, Yijinsho to help out his friends with a school bullying case. And from there, it's he's dragged into all sorts of nonsense. But part of his school duties involve him joining the various school clubs, such as the Mystery Research Club, and doing tasks for them. Um, there's also a dance club, so there's a rhythm minigame, and there's just so much stuff. And a lot of it is like locked to certain chapters you can't do this until you've reached this point in the main chapter in the main game so you have to go off and do some main story stuff and then come back to the school to carry on i'm going to tie this into our main topic really because this robotics club is a mini game that i absolutely hated it seems you either hate it or you're ambivalent towards it (laughs) because it involves a lot of grinding for materials involves a lot of rng with um placement of all these what you do is you are you control a robot and you have to capture these um these glowing tetronomos the the shapes in tetris and they got actual names sorry to interrupt i believe there's like a thing on the internet where like they call gary and jeff summit <laughs> i didn't know that yeah, I'm sure it was like, I'm sure someone made up this thing on the internet. And it was made up. At first, it was believed to be official, and it was like considered like lost media from whoever made Tetris. But it turned out to just be like a meme, basically, that was then lost and rediscovered. But yeah, someone just named all the pieces and then tried to convince people that it was true. That one was called like Fred or something. It was like really boring. Like there's like a, like the, the L piece that's upside down is called like Mike. <laughs> but either way, if anyone so, else out there has heard about this, then you'll remember. 
since Tetris is Russian, is the like the long piece is the long piece called Ivan? Um, <laughs> maybe they got like really normal names anyway. They may I can't believe someone lied called. on the internet. Oh no, never happens. Well, the the I suppose technical name for those shapes is Tetromino. Yeah. So you have to collect these as they appear in random places on the on the pitch, I suppose. And you have two AI companions who are useless unless you grind for materials and upgrade them to do specific tasks, like go after the enemies or capture the pieces for you because you're the only person who can place them. And you need to place these shapes um, on the on the pitch to capture more squares than your opponent before the time runs out. Alternatively, you can create a line of pieces that go in, uh, so long as you place one inside the enemy's base, then you win. To place one, it has to be touching either your base or uh, a square you've already captured with a tetrano. If they take over some of your spaces, but there's still one of yours, you can still attach other pieces to that. It's complicated to explain properly or clearly, I suppose. I should have just make you play Tetris. I would have preferred it because you got to do so many of these matches. You've got to contend with your AI companions. You've got to contend with the uh, robots, which are either attacking you or blocking you or just capturing pieces and dominating the field because all of the random appearance uh, tetronome appearances are near them coincidentally i don't believe that <laughs> and it's just so annoying and you've got to um, research new parts so you can upgrade your robots and the parts you need for the research you either have to find randomly on the floor around the the city or buy them and they are not cheap for the amount you need and you don't have that much money so you've got to grind for money to buy the materials to <laughs> upgrade the robots so that you can beat the next one so you can retry and beat them again to grind some more parts so you can upgrade some different parts so... life's too short really isn't it the thing is it's all tied to a really interesting quest line that I really want oh. to to know the outcome of. So I forced my way through it. I rage quit multiple times. Like closed the game and opened a different one. Mm. But I, I managed to get through it last night and I was so so happy. And it made me think of this this main topic. What are the worst mini games you've played? And before this, I would have said fishing in Yakuza 3, because that was bloody awful. Oh, I thought you were going to say baseball in Judgment. Mm, uh, baseball in Judgment is a close second behind the fishing in Yakuza 3, I suppose. And then there's all the mahjong and gambling. Oh god, I had to gamble to be able to earn money for these bleep materials. <laughs> and I hate gambling because it's all rng it's all random chance i mean it is in real life as well but the cheat items aren't really any use in judgment and lost judgment but at least i didn't have to play mahjong and koi koi because i do not understand those games 
So what are some awful, awful mini games you guys have played? Yeah, well, I've thought of another two since. Well, fishing and Red Dead. Oh, there's so much to do in that game. Why am I going to be fishing? That, I mean, I can see why they put it in there because everything else is in there. So, but you know, if, if I can rob banks, I'm going to go fishing. Especially considering it's that, like I was saying before, it's that awkward line where it's probably closer to being realistic than it is just fun. So, like different fish and habit different places and require different bait different times of the day Ugh, that's just effort for me so that's one two i don't know if you consider this actually a mini game now that i think about it but i'm sure you've played far cry 6a so maybe you'll agree maybe you won't but going with that stupid woman to get the sample things for black market money and you have to keep it out the sun i absolutely hated doing that it was horrendous. That sounds awful. Did you never do them? I don't know if you played Far Cry 6. I just I assumed not. you had. No, not yet. Oh, oh have you not? No, I, I, I do. It is on my list of games I do want to play because Giancarlo Esposito's in it and he's an international treasure. Yeah, Chupacabra was pretty good, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, they're quite a long mini game. That's why I don't know if you consider them a mini game, but they are a side thing that you can go do and they're self contained. So yeah, anyone out there who knows what I'm talking about, they, yeah, they'll know that they ate that. You have to keep cooling it down with water. It's like I'm in Cuba or whatever. It's like it's red hot. Why does this? Why can I not bring the freezer that it was in with me? <laughs> it was in a freezer, and I took it out of there. I mean, the freezer looks big and heavy, but you'd, you'd put the effort in of just dragging it with you. And then uh, most people, I don't know how people feel about this last one. I mean, I've not heard anyone say it's bad, but I ate it, and that was. Uh, that card game in The Witcher 3. I can't remember its name. What was it? Gwent. No Gwent, one knows. Was, yeah. Oof. It was cancelled. Gwent was bad. Well, actually, it's a good card game. I was just like, but I hunt monsters. I don't be playing a card game. Get out of here. That annoyed me. So I only played it on like the one occasion or whatever where I had to. <laughs> that was it for me. I was never going back to that. Well, not all mini games make sense because, well, the main character in Watch Dogs, he's trying to avenge his family's uh, loss, and so he stops at random to play spot the ball in the cup with the random street people. Mm. I'm kind of glad I haven't played uh, Shenmue, because from what I've seen and heard, that's just a collection of horrific luck-based gambling minigames, so I'm sure my list would have just been that, but uh, luckily... I'm not, not sure about that, but there is a lot of there is a lot of pachinko and and little gacha toys. <laughs> yeah, oh, that that's that's the main thing I remember from playing those on the Dreamcast. Oh, you played them? Oh, I feel sorry. I feel sorry that you had to do that. No, they were they were really they were groundbreaking. Like you could open drawers and look through them, and and you couldn't do that in other games. Just random drawers. Wow. <laughs> Oh, what's in this drawer? I mean, I know at the time it's groundbreaking, but when you look back, you think, oh. Why can I open this drawer? Oh. <laughs> was there ever anything in the drawers, or was it pure, purely just a cool physics-based... Yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd find, off. like, books and catalogues and... and... Oh, oh, I've seen where you have to carry them books as well. You wouldn't have to... You wouldn't be able to take them with you. You'd have to put them back in the drawer. <laughs> oh, right. It is a... Well, I mean, it does love its realism, doesn't it? But yeah, they're, they're my three anyway. Three things that I absolutely hated. What about you, Gus? Oh, this is going to be 
embarrassing, but like I can't think of many mini games or like particularly bad ones, I guess. Like my first thought was I'm not sure if you could consider that mini game, but you know how in Rio Gago Toku games you have uh, arcades and you can play past Sega games, like yeah. complete versions of those games. Like I hate fighting vipers, like having to go through that for the achievements or whatever. And I think only someone who played fighting games could relate. But yeah, it's like it, it was difficult for me to get my head around how to play that game. I mean, there's probably a reason why they didn't make like it's not a known franchise nowadays. So yeah, that's. I think that's the only one I can think of. Probably fishing in Red Dead, because like I, I mentioned it off podcast, but I can't remember how it worked. I I needed to do it once, and like I looked up tutorial how to do it with keyboard and mouse, and I think I did a little bit of it, and I just forgot about it. There are some fish that eat cheese. I don't know how realistic that is. I imagine it's probably very realistic because that's what Red Dead is like. But oh, who would think to feed cheese to fish? Makes no sense. Well, I've, I've got a sandwich here. I can throw the bread, I can throw the meat, or I can throw the cheese. Let's try all three. Mm. I mean, I think it might have been like still uh, the times of what, how, how do you like. A lot of trying what works. So, like, what do I have in my bag? I'm gonna try each of those items and see which works. I've got a bottle of beer. Let me try that. Sploosh. Hmm. No bites. I, I would imagine by the year 1899, we'd have worked out fishing tackers, wouldn't we? I'd have hoped so. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Just chuck, chuck stuff in. I mean, I'm, USA was still pretty young, so they had to do it over. Yeah, I guess right. The, that, that knowledge didn't come over from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> they had to figure out fishing again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like they would have listened to the Native Americans. Well, no, they shot them all, unfortunately. Like, god fucking damn it, I forgot to bring my fishing manual in French. Okay, I'm just gonna take my stick. Tie a string to it and see what works. I guess so, yeah. One uh, mini game that's in tons and tons of games is hacking. Can you think of any any terrible hacking? I normally don't mind hacking mini games, to be honest with you. The one that stands out in my mind that I thought was a bit boring was uh, the one from Batman Arkham Asylum. They just sort of like wiggle the thumbsticks. Yeah, I, mean, I know the they're all that, but they Yeah. They changed it a little bit in the others just to get password, I think, instead, if I remember rightly, but they were always a little bit boring. I like It's not exactly hacking, I think. I, it, there's probably instances where it works like hacking, but I vaguely remember in The Secret World, or Secret World Legends, it's called Secret World Legends now, you would have... A, Whenever you interact with a computer, you actually get like your little tablet kind of thing, and uh, you can access information on the computer and you type 
commands, uh, like text commands, and to figure that out. And uh, sometimes I think one instance was like actual text adventure you need to go through to get some information, and you needed to try typing different commands or usually there's some standardized commands that you would try to go through to get to the information or figure out passwords stuff like that so that's but actually that's not something i dislike (laughs) so i failed again (laughs) i kind of enjoy that actually Bioshock Just... 1 had a horrible one. It was them tubes that you had to fill it with, like a liquid. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. I, I haven't played it myself, but I, I did watch a Game Grin stream of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I remember, I haven't played either 1 or 2 for ages, but I'm pretty sure they just simplified it in 2. I think it's just like a bar that you have to click at a certain time to, to hack, if I remember rightly. But yeah, that, that got a little bit annoying. Mm. I mean, it, it was different, to be fair. But I mean, Skyrim for me is just, well, or older fallout games right you know you just 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 twiddle just line up the bobby pin and just twiddle the lock where you hack into things the uh, speaking of easy lock picking the uh, lock picking in in judgment there's a lot of lock picking in lost judgment there's hardly any of it and it's it's just so weird that it's it's this massive part of the previous title and it comes up so irregularly that the game gives you the tutorial every time it happens. In case you forgot, 50 hours ago, this is that thing that we do sometimes. <laughs> it's probably because it's it takes place in a school, right? So kids picked all the locks. <laughs> One mini game that I think is missing from both Judgment and Lost Judgment is uh, bowling, because that's some games can get that really can do that really well. The Yakuza series, I think, does that pretty well in most of the games. But it's it's missing from Judgment and Lost Judgment. Instead they got bloody baseball. It's big in Japan, isn't it? Baseball. Oh yeah. Like Mahusive. I don't know how big bowling is in, <laughs> in Japan. Well, y- y- Yakuza six has a character whose entire like quest line relies on him playing baseball multiple times. Oh God! So like they've they've done that. Hmm. <laughs> Please stop making yeah. me do it. I thought you were gonna say that Judgment and Lost Judgment are missing the karaoke. That as well, but that's a rhythm game, and I'm not a fa- huge fan of rhythm games. The the dance club rhythm game in Lost Judgment is actually very very easy because there's a very easy mode where you just hit whichever button when the line hits the icon instead of having to press, oh, you got to press A, X, X, A, A, A. Nope, just whatever, 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 whatever. I want to say that I played some kind of a mini game recently where actually the game didn't, like, didn't count. You needed to push, push. A button in a like at the right time, but the game didn't like didn't did, take away your score if you just kept mashing it when you weren't supposed to. So like wh- whenever you're in that ballpark, just mash it, and 
like you're gonna get it. Or just smash it all the time and whatever. I mean, Parappalappa was kind of like that. You got, got you got extra points if you just mashed the button. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah well, you, you could only mash it between when it hit the, the dot and when the next one hit the dot. So it's like, kick, 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 punch, 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 punch. I remember that particular song because that was the only one I played. And back then, my the bro- yes, it was the demo, and my I think I was my brain wasn't developed enough yet to like complete it, so I never did. I always failed. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like maybe it's just that difficult. Like you need to get it perfectly or close to perfect, or there's not much room for uh, for mistakes. I don't know, because that's a lot of those games back then. Yeah, like the like jumps and Crash Bandicoot, like the hit po- like instead of the collision of uh, a platform being sli- slightly larger than the object mesh, it's slightly uh, smaller than the visual object, <laughs> so you need to land right in the middle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Now they know to give you a little bit more. Yeah, I, I failed at thinking out of any bad mini games. Sorry. That's fine. We, we kind of lumped fishing mini games in as just a bad thing. Stop making us do it. It oh, peaked with how terrible fishing. Big's fishing in Sonic Adventure was. It's not gotten any better than that terrible, terrible thing. I think, like, whenever you have a fishing minigame in a first-person shooter, just let people shoot the fish with your gun. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, like in Resident Evil 4. I know it's not first-person, but the odd occasions there are fish, just shoot them. Molotov cocktail. Right, yeah. <laughs> Red Dead, you should be able to do dynamite fishing. I don't know if it works, I've never tried, but... That was actually like the, that's a good point. Uh, like Resident Evil, just just duh, just use your fucking gun. Just let people shoot fish with your gun. Well, why make a mini game? Like people were overthinking it till whenever yeah. Resident Evil Four came out. Yeah, I mean, just they still still are. I guess they should all play Resident Evil Four. Everyone should play it. And it should be in schools. It should be like, uh, <laughs> like the demo version of Resident Evil Four should be like shoot fish in the water to beat the demo, so everyone would play that and get that experience. Yeah. And with that, we've reached the end of our episode. Thank you for joining me, Goz and Nile. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Greencast. Thank you for subscribing wherever you found this episode. You can find more from us on GameGrid.com, find us on social media, or listen to the Pals Anime Lounge podcast. Until next time, game on.